Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? <coughs> I can, my dude. Yo, my dude. <laughs> Yo, my dude. What's good? Nothing much. Just reading that Kobe named his baby girl after Kobe. So he named his child after himself? Yeah. You can do that when you're Kobe Bryant, though. Yeah, but it's a girl. Just saying. I just need to put that in there. Kobe? Yeah. You don't, you don't think that'll go as a girl? No. That's well, because cause everybody grew up as Kobe knowing, you know, Kobe Bryant. You know, so I can see where you're coming from. Okay. Do you know Kobe is a girl? I don't. Exactly. That's what I thought. I know, know a guy everybody. who's a Lupe. Oh, I do too. My brother's a Lupe. Middle name? Yeah, my my, my grandpa was a Lupe. Oh, really? Dope. Yeah. Oh, dope. How you doing, Phil? It's been a while since we talked, man. Yeah, it has been a while. It's been a long time. You it's been grind? busy. I've been on the grind. Um, just been real busy with work, with universal language, with radio, with work, work, with my wife, um, family stuff, with my um just all sorts of crazy shit just just it's just all just like came you know down now but um but it's it's all good though i'm I'm all good um it's all about staying busy it's all about staying busy oh yeah if you if you don't stay busy you'll get yourself in trouble you'll you won't feel good you know certain things just kind of start coming Coming weird, so it's it's best to just stay busy. I agree. It is best to stay busy. But um, are you staying busy? How are you doing? What's what's uh, what's up with you? What's going on? You know, I'm 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 getting through it, man. I um, I was put in a boot, like I told you. Yeah. I put it went to the podiatrist, and I got a pretty, I got I ended up getting a blister on my big toe. And it blistered, it it, it, it bust, it peeled some skin off that was just hanging off, and that skin just led to a real deep, you know, ulcer, foot ulcer. Yeah. And, you know, being diabetic, they, gotta, they put me in a boot to make sure it heals. Otherwise, I don't want to lose my big toe. You know well, that's I mean? good. I hope you don't lose your big toe. Keep that Fuck sucker me. clean. Fucking whack-ass balance. Fuck all that. Dude, you know if I lose my big toe, I'd, yeah. I'd more than likely have the option to replace it with a thumb. That's dope. I know a guy. <clears throat> no shit. Back at home. Uh-huh. And it sounds kind of fucked up, but it's true. <clears throat> he would go. They would call him Thumbs, of course, behind his back. They would say, oh, Thumbs. Well, he grabbed an electrical fence back in his younger um uh, Wait, what did you? Yeah, he grabbed um, an electrical fence when he was younger. Uh-huh. And well, fucking electricity ran through him and it busted off both of his thumbs. Oh wow, <clears throat> both of his thumbs. So he was not all thumbs. So so, but yeah, you know. And then they told him, "Yo, we'll put your fucking big toes up there if you want us to." He was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." And so it looks kind of weird, you know, but it's been on there for quite some time. But uh, I know this one's a little bit different, you know. But I'm just saying. 
they'll even give you that option if you if you lose a toe. I mean, you could replace it with so a would thumb. So would you would you use your own stupid. thumb? Would you use your own thumb, or would you would you contract somebody to provide you a thumb? Well, I'd ask if there's any thumb options, like any spare thumbs. Yeah, yeah. Or spare spare toes, or whatever it be, whatever I'm replacing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd ask to see if there's there's any that I can maybe get, maybe from like a cadaver, or, uh, something like that. Uh, but I wouldn't use my own, no. I mean, if I lost my if I lost my thumb, and they told me that a really good option was my big toe, I got some fucking nasty ass big toes. I mean, the, my illness has really fucked up my fucking feet, so I wouldn't want my fucking toe. Up on my fucking hand. <laughs> That's intense. Looks like I've been fucking. Looks like I've been fucking wading in the water, fucking picking cotton with my fucking feet. You know what I'm saying? Damn. That's intense. <laughs> That's pretty extreme. But that's actually kind of cool, though, that we've we've come up to the advancement of, hey, if you lose a fucking toe, we'll hook you up with a fucking thumb. Yeah, or if you lose a thumb, you know, we'll hook you up with your toe. With your toe. You know, so well, there's a lot of people who have like I don't know if you've ever seen their fingers. They almost look like their toes. Yeah, some people got some fucked up hands. Uh, yeah, that 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 I ain't afraid to say. Some people got some fucking fucked up looking hands. Do you remember? You know? And 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 I don't know where this guy is, but he was always a good dude to, to us. I think um, Nishwan. Do you remember Nishwan? Oh yeah, yeah. Remember Nishwan. his thumb? It looked like a toe. That's true. It looked ugly. Yeah. It was fat. That's the only person I could think of. Yeah. Of like a fat. thumb toe. Of like a thumb toe. Yeah, it was toe. fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, goddamn fucking toe talk and all that shit. Toe talk, mm. Trump talk. Oh, we can get there, too. We can get to Trump talk, too. Um, yeah. We can get to... We can get to Kobe naming his kid Kobe... We can get to, you know, Toys R Us pl- uh, is planning a comeback. Hey, just um, for the holiday season, I've seen that. You know, yeah, but it, see, the holiday huge. season may, that's, that's huge. Holiday season may pull them out of that bankruptcy, you know, in May. At least they're trying, you know. I give them the A for effort. Dude, that's, that's super huge, you know what I mean? Like, if they're, if they're that excited to, to pull something off like that, like that says something about like, you know, their their trust in society that they're just gonna fucking blow up again and sell some, sell some dank ass toys at Toys R Us. Some dank ass toys like Toys R at Toys R Us. Well, like I said, I mean, good luck to them. I hope they they happen to get going. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about or mention, get going on this, was you had. You had sent me something with like a, with like a comment about children, about trafficking, about sex with youngins, and you sent this comment that was like, "Are you fucking serious?" And it's funny, it's you know, it's as you sent that, literally maybe thirty minutes prior to you sending that, I'm reading of a trafficking situation at home, West Texas, where I'm from. Yeah, and literally fucking thirty minutes later, you fucking send this thing. Yeah, it's a business, man. It's an unfortunate business that's out there. It's it's, it's a lucrative business. It's not just a business. 
It's a lucrative business. Elaborate on lucrative. Explain to our people. Of, well, it's not even just like business. it's not even just like and when I mean when I say what I mean, it's not like people like us doing it. It's like big businessmen doing it. People who got dough, screw who got who people who got screw. People, people who got like fucking to, money. People who like to shuffle poker chips like you're doing right now. Fuck you, man. That's they're to take a big ass drink. But anyways, that's true. It's because I'm super high, man. But it is a lucrative business, you're right. And it's all over the fucking place. It's it in is. your town more than likely. Oh no yeah. Idea. Oh yeah. It's it, it, what's crazy what's crazy here and reading one of these little like like verbs or little little blurbs on it, it says it's it's become more lucrative and much safer to sell uh mailable teens than drugs or guns. You can get away with it quick with a child around you. you know, Crazy, you right? A, yeah, you have a child with you and they're just like anybody questions be like, oh it's it's my child. I want to I want to give you I want to give our listeners some stats real quick because this is this is the kind of stuff that when I read it it kind of was like what the fuck? This is why he said what he said. Every two minutes a child is exploited in the sex industry every two minutes so right now we've been talking for nine minutes all right that means there's been four 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 about to be a fifth about to be a fifth already being exploited in the sex industry just within our our beginning of our podcast right now four and it rises as our podcast goes Crazy to me. Crazy to me. And then here's another one. According to USA Today, adults purchase children for sex at least at least 2.5 million times a year in the United States. In the United States. That's 2.5 million times a year. A nasty number. You know that? You, you know, I was expecting like maybe a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, and you know, just kind of me, just like, you know, huh, you know, yeah, whatever, you know. Like, so you put two hundred thousand being a, a big number, yeah, but it was even bigger. It was even bigger, ten times my number. Exactly. You know, and then and then here's 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 a question. This is what this is what gets gets me even more like, more just like what the fuck. Who buys a children? Who buys a child for sex? Now I just want to break that down real quick. Who buys a child for sex? Otherwise, ordinary men from all walks of life. They could be your coworker, doctor, pastor, spouse. What the fuck? Like they're everywhere, man. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. And another thing here, too, in Georgia alone, Atlanta, Georgia, just over to the, what is it, the east of us, it is estimated that 7,200 men, half of them in their 30s, so I'm 36, you're 30-something, seek to purchase sex with adolescent girls each month. That's averaging roughly 300 a day. I wonder how they got to these numbers. 
just busting people, probably. Busting people, man. Uh, um, um, probably watching them and figuring out when they're going to do some fucking dirty-ass shit and then bust their ass. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking... Again, it's a, it's a lucrative business. It's a lucrative business. And what what's frustrating and what's even more sad that this market and this business becomes more relevant during high-trafficked events. And when I mean high-trafficked events, I'm talking about the Super Bowl, yeah. the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoffs, the, the, Olympics. Um, the Olympics, the NCAA March Madness Championship. Like, these big events are what causes these fucking weirdos to hit up these to come people. Out. To come out. Come out of the woodworks. You know, and, and you know... <sighs> Why is it that you think there's so many people like that? Why do you think there's so much of that over here, Philip? Why do you think? Cause we because give, they just we said give it, our people so much freedom here? Just what, because what? they said it, it's safer. Yeah, I guess, right? And And you know what? What's even crazy is, like, not a lot of people say a lot of things when they see you know, another adult with a child. They just think, oh, that's just a kid. Oh, yeah. You got to think about how bad it is down in down in Texas and in these southern parts because where the Hispanic race is real dominant because you got to think about it. I mean, it's, it's real easy to say this Hispanic kid's with me. You just got to be a hair shade of brown and, and you're fine. You're covered. You know, it's it's not common. It's not uncommon. For me and my son, who is a little bit light complexer than me, but, you know, and me, it's not uncommon to see a father and son like that, you know what I mean? No, so just all. imagine how much more it's happening where our race is more dominant versus where it's not, you know? If it's this high out in fucking Kentucky or Tennessee over in that part of of the United States, it's got to be drastically high here because it's so disguised. Yeah. It's so disguised. And, you know, so disguised. And, and, and that's, that's how you can get through it. You know, I was reading the trafficking situation from back home and, and just to give a little bit of, of that, you know, that story itself. Um, and this goes to, this started a whole different route. This started from a runaway who was 14 years old. I mean, this little girl ran away and thought, wanted to run away and party. And at the end of the day, she ended up having a pimp and having to pimp herself out because of the decisions that she had made. The decision of wanting to go out and party, you know what I'm saying? To go out and do something like that. It, 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 led, her, it led her all the way into another town. She was from Odessa, Texas, ended up in San Antonio, Texas. Do you and think the reason she was like that is because... She believed she didn't have like the money or whatever to be able to party like that. Um, I I wouldn't think so. No, no, I don't think that was the case. I think it was just a little girl wanting a party, is what it is. And she thought it was fun, she, and she went with and it. she and she went with it exactly. She ran away from home to try to go and have a good time, and ended up getting herself into a deeper pickle. To where she was being pimped out, you know what I'm saying, and 
it, it's you know, granted, I mean, she's that's a baby, man. That's a fourteen year old. That's a fourteen year old child. You know, being pimped out. You know what I'm saying? And and in the article, it says, you know, they convinced her to change and change her appearance so she can look older. She went along with it. And next thing you know, that's, you know, she has a different, she's doing something different, you know, and it, it's crazy, but it's all over the place. It is all over the place. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, here's, here's some more stuff too, that I keep reading over here and I wanted to keep reading it here. Um, they're saying this is an industry that um, revolves around cheap sex on the fly with young girls and women who are sold to 50 men each day for $25 a piece while their handlers make 150000 to 200000 per child each year. That's a lot of It's a lot, it's a lot of money, man. Of money. You know, and then to have, you know, 30, 40 girls, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a big business and then it's an, it's a nasty business. I wonder, obviously we say it's spotlighted here cause we're from the USA. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I wonder, I wonder how bad trafficking is in other countries. Obviously I would think that there's, it's higher in other countries, you know? But I think it's 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 popular here because I mean USA is known for money, known to having a lot of money. It's an easy way to come and make some money over here, you know. Even if they wanted, even if a woman wanted to make money, you know, selling herself nowadays, this would be a time you could do it. Yeah, and get and and do well and do well at it. You yeah. Know? Yeah, and do well, and you know, and I have you know all to part all all to them, you know, in that situation. If somebody wants to solicit their body, hey, power to them, just be safe, you know. But when it turns to a situation where kids are being taken against their will, or it's kids, kidnapped. period, getting kidnapped, kidnapped, just kids, period, it's yeah. fucking scary, man. It's, it's super scary. scary. It's scary, super scary. So I was looking at here real quick, and I was kind of come in here to make sure and answer your question um so real quick so i got i got some color maps here for us it says yellow and yellow um means yellow means trafficking is illegal but problems still exist um and those those countries here north america south america uh, well, a little bit of South America, Canada, um, a little bit of Europe, and then completely Australia. And then um, purple. Purple says trafficking is illegal, but it's still practice. There's there's quite a bit of purple. You would be actually pretty, like, tripped out that there's so much purple. Wait, say now, that again. Purple is what again? Trafficking is illegal, but it's still practiced. Huh. So like it's it's like an acceptable thing to do. Okay. Um now red. Now this is the one that kind of tripped me out. Red. Trafficking is not illegal and is commonly practiced. Um and where this is mostly held at is in Africa, 
in most of like in the bottom parts of Europe. Europe, um, and then a little bit of um, South America and the Dominican Republic. Trafficking. I wonder what's their definition for that map of trafficking. Um, I'm gonna send you the link that I was looking at. I did You're send link you a it? video. I did send you a video um, that I would like you to watch as well. Um, right now? And then, um, and then watch that human tra- or look at that human trafficking. And it's in your uh, messenger, sir. I see that. Oh, excuse me. Jeez. We're just burping. I'm just, I just wanted to say I'm stoned. And that water sounds amazing. Okay, so I see the map. Oh, wow. What was blue again? Blue. Blue. So it's the second one. Make sure you're on the second map. So there's two maps there. And one of them might be um one of them might be a little a little um weird to read. So the blue is hold on, I'm getting there. The Wait, blue this one's where... Oh no, this is the right one. Sorry, I apologize. This is the right one. So the Jeez. blue is trafficking is limited limitly illegal and is practiced. And red was... Trafficking is not illegal and is commonly practiced. There's an ass load of blue. Yes. There's more blue than anything. Yes. Should that be surprising? It is, right? It is. It, it's, it's really surprising. Because blue um, is... What again? Blue is... Trafficking is limitly illegal and is practiced. Oh, yeah. A lot of this map is blue, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, there, there's there's no denying there that that the, this map that we're looking at is covered in a good amount of blue. So I sent you the full, the full um, document there so you can kind of check it out, what I'm looking at. Um, that's... And that's true. And just so anybody knows, Wikipedia is a definition for human trafficking is the trade of humans for the purpose of forced labor, sexual slavery, or commercial sexual sexual exploitation for traffic for the trafficker or others. So that's like their general that's their initial description for human trafficking. So that's a, that's a, that's more interesting. This map itself. I mean, but it goes to show, I mean, it's all over the place. And it's even worse in other countries by the looks of it. But it, it looks like it's, 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 it's like happening all the time. Like, it's not like, oh, there's, you know, possibly an issue here. No, it's like happening all the time. Yeah, it definitely is happening all the time. What would possess somebody, I guess, you know, to, I wouldn't even think about buying a child for sex. I mean, there's some sick fucks out there by the sounds of it. You know, there's some really sick fucks. I don't even know how that would ever come into mind. You know, I sit here and I ask myself, when would I, but then again, we're all different people. You know what I mean? We all have different wants, needs, fantasies, fetishes. Yeah, you know, I love pep. I love pepper. 
you know? So Yeah, I like steak and pepper. Yeah, exactly, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, people have their own ways, I guess. I would have, ne- I would never think of, you know, the word sex and child in the, in the same paragraph. They don't even need to be on the same page, you know? It's just, it's crazy to even think that this is a problem at a time that we live in. You know, but then again, we we do we did it to ourselves as a country. We did it to ourselves. We have so much money out here. You know, there's so much money, easy money to be accessed, and it's even easier by the sounds of it to buy a little one, to buy a a child. Well, see, it's even more fucked as me and you sit here and we have before, you know, said like maybe adoption's the way to go. Then we say, you know, what if, what if those people adopting those people are actually setting up to be like sex slaves, you know? So it's like, there's, it, it, it's, it almost seems like any sort of real solutions can sometimes become the bad solution. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, we don't know. We don't know, you know, because um, any of them could be not really somebody who wants to take care of this child. Instead, they just put them into sex slavery. We don't know. And and we're going to look for that. I know it sounds horrible, and I hope we don't find anything in the regards. Yeah, me I too. I hope we but... don't find anything that shows foster parents trafficking those children. But we're going to look for it, and we'll see if there's anything available. You know, but to hear that kind of horror, I know it's a shitty even thing to think about, but it's realistic nowadays. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's super realistic. So. Oh, Jeez. wow. The first thing I type into, and this is fucking crazy. U.S. foster care system, a breeding ground for human trafficking. Fuck. Send it to me. Oh. We're gonna do this. Uh, we're going to do this now since we since Phil brought it up. Um, if we, I just want to say, if we hear a torch through any of this, my apologies. I just know I'm getting high. All right, Phil might complain, but it's my show. It is. You he's are the. the you are the talent. He, he's just, the guest. I am the guest. I he's called in, and you're um, you're the talent. Yeah, that's right. Big Dick Rick's here. <laughs> And see, oh, uh, reading some of this already, Pete, is, like, really frustrating because this is kind of, like, the stuff that me and you have said. And this is why this is why I'm so pro-choice, reading some of this stuff here. Um, l- listen to this. I'm going to read this real quick. Half of all human trafficking victims are minors. Um, SlaveryNoMore.org. This is a website states that 70% of these minors are children in the foster care system. Ouch. Foster uh, online public uh, um, online publication devoted to the U.S. foster care system places that number even higher at 80%. And a report by the state government of Connecticut, 86% of victims rescued from domestic minor sex trafficking in had been involved with child welfare services in some manner and may have been victimized while in foster care residential placement. 
That is ugly. When you hear those super high numbers, you hear 70, 80 percent. I was really hoping uh, I wasn't going to find this. I was, I was hoping. I was hoping that I wasn't going to be able just to type it in and find it. But a little thing, just a little bit back in my mind was like, it's going to be here. It, it's it's going to be here. And fuck that it is. It's here. Oh, here we go. If you go down a little bit more, there's a national report for domestic minor sex trafficking. Yeah. There's a link for it. Children exploited through prostitution report, they typically are given a quota by their trafficker pimp. 10 to 15 buyers a night. <sighs> they could be raped by 6,000 buyers during the course of her of their prostitution. Damn. Which is in a sense of two years or so. But geez Louise. You know, and, and this was something that we went looking for and this was something that we got. You know what I mean? But um just kinda of going through this a little bit here, seeing what else I can see. Yeah, I mean they're they are ugly numbers. They are really ugly numbers to look at considering that they're that high. Let's go to this report here. All right, listen to this. So I went to another another link, another source. This was uh, this has been updated as of 2019 in May. Good. This, this tells you what is the connection between human trafficking and foster care. According to the National Foster Youth Institute, it's estimated that 60 percent of child sex trafficking victims have a history in the child welfare system. Human traffickers will prey on individuals who are most vulnerable, which is why foster children have a greater risk of becoming victims than those who aren't in the system. Things that make people more susceptible to human trafficking include, are you ready for this? Those who have feelings of hopelessness and depression. Children who have experienced trauma. Runaway, runaways from group or foster homes. Young adults who are sent out of foster care at the age of 18. Homeless youth, especially LGBTQ. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Oh, and this is even crazier. Man, I've said this multiple times. In some cases, foster children have a history of being used by a biological parents as a quote-unquote paycheck, meaning they may be more attracted to the type of increased attention and lavish advances human traffickers are well-versed in conducting. getting upset it's just frustrating man like it's it's it's, it's nasty you, you know, this, it's out there this, though this is this is even more of a reason why i'm pro-choice going back to like this whole you know pro-choice pro-life all this stuff this right here gives me a more reason why we should all be pro-choice well well definitely the pro-choice talk I, I wish it would be up in up a little bit more. I mean, not saying that it's not up in the talks right now, but there's so many bills and laws that are being passed. It's putting abortion as a penalty, as a law, as a law being broken now. Now they're putting that abortion's a something you can't do because you're breaking the law. I mean, but to think that to think that out of the three hundred thousand 
I believe the last number we heard was 400,000, right? Yeah. 400,000. To think, you know, to think that 400, there's 400,000 kids in the, in the welfare system and that, and that over 200,000 of them are experiencing some type of trafficking incident that's fucking mind boggling or that they have experienced some type of trafficking situation. You know, that is, that's fucking sad, man. That is sad. That person later on in life is going to go where? Is going to, is what's going to happen to that person later on in life if they manage to escape? They're going to be held mentally, they're, mentally, they're, they're gonna not going to know what, know what to do with themselves. You know? Nope. Nope. That's, and then that's when mental health comes in. It's just, it's just a big downward spiral is what I'm trying to get to. And definitely, you know, and I, I've told y'all before on the podcast, you know, I used to, I've, I've said on the podcast before where I was pro-life, you know, and in reading and more, reading more and getting more into the topic itself and educating, reading a lot, reading a lot is what it is. Um, the I'll say it again, you know, not pro-life anymore. You know, I've changed my mind to where pro-choice is the way to go. Um, especially reading into mental health, mental health. It's just yes. something that something that should be done. And hopefully, hopefully it doesn't spread across the way. There's about seven states that are doing it right now where abortion's illegal. Absolutely illegal. Like, you'll stay in prison the rest of your life. Yeah, if I'm right, Alabama's there was no exception, neither rape or incest. It was either Alabama or Alaska, I think. I'm not sure, but yeah, rape and incest is not a. And even if it's even if you are, if you had a um, what's it called? Even if there was like um, difficulty with the pregnancy, they they have to like figure out what happened and if it was you caused it you would still go to jail (laughs) we're going backwards phil we're going backwards that's exactly what we're doing and it makes no sense we're supposed to be one of the most powerful most intelligent most um most just grabbing for the stars fucking society and we're not we're not. We're not. There's times no. where I'll sit I'll sit down and I'll be at my at my job and I'll be like we're literally going backwards. We're not even we're not even as a society, right? Yeah, as a society. We're not even the most powerful nation anymore. You don't think we are? No. It's not all bald eagles and Budweiser. Oh, nope. No, no more Ford trucks, no more Chevy trucks, no more bald eagles, no more of that. We are literally just fucking, we're not even a superpower anymore. I don't even consider the United States a superpower anymore. What would you consider us then, Philip? Struggling to catch up. <laughs> Struggling to catch up, huh? I can see what you mean. I really can one thing I wanted to talk about, though, just to kind of switch directions, you know, but but talk about, you know, there's a problem out there. And, of course, we're going to talk about a bunch of problems. 
I'm going to try to get high again during this podcast. So, like I said, if y'all hear the torch, just blame Phil. Okay. But cool. um, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. The shooting on the shooting on Monday at a courthouse in Dallas. Um, it looks like you're you're a whiz on the PC right now. I can give you the name of the individual if you like. Yeah, let's hear. It. Let's see. Brian 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 Clyde, Dallas. Brian Brian, Brian Clyde. Right, hear that name out. <laughs> Brian Clyde. Brian Clyde. I had a Dallas Texas. I had a Dallas Texas. <laughs> let's see. What we know about Brian Clyde. Let's see. Let's see. He was a 22-year-old man. Opened fire on Monday morning. That was, uh, let's see. What day was that? Today's the... Today's Friday. So he did this on Monday, four or five days ago. Come on, Phil. What day is it? Today's Friday, the 21st. I know. So the 17th. Okay. So he did that 17th. There's going to be a YouTube and video you know that what? comes you know up that shows even, him. You know what's even crazier? Oh, so he, he, he did serve in the Army for two years. 17 months, you're right. Um, but it's even crazy, though. In 2017, Clyde, Brian Clyde, felt the military wasn't for him as he struggled with training and tests in preparation for possible deployments. So, like, this guy was ready, you know, ready on the struggle bus of, of trying to live up towards of being a military man. Right. So there was definitely... There is definitely a uh, a mental a mental concern already, um, and and what's even crazier is like reading through this. They said he was photographed with a large knife and a multiple high capacity magazines fastened to his belt, um, and he just he just went in. He just went in and started shooting. He did, and when you, if y'all, when y'all Google the YouTube or whenever y'all YouTube the video and look at the shooting, somebody is capturing it from like the second or third story. You can see him shooting into the courthouse, and just down on the opposite side of the door, behind a pillar, there's a there's a a journalist, fucking just standing there, hoping that 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 shooter doesn't walk across because if he walks across Dallas the door that he's shooting. Much different from the chaos that played out hours ago. Not Turn down, fuck. The day was just oh, getting sorry. started. I was gonna... Fuck, can't hear myself talk. But yeah. Well, you don't need to hear yourself talk. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but lucky that he doesn't walk across. So Phil, see right now. Now you can turn it up because I'm going to turn on my torch. One, two, three, go. What did he hear? What did he hear? Well, I don't, I don't think this was a good one. No, maybe it is. Let's see. There's... The footage is real good. Right at Jackson and Griffin Streets. And take a look. A chilling image from the scene today. A Dallas Morning News photographer hiding there behind that pillar as the gunman moves toward it. We're going to hear from that photographer in just a moment and learn more about that suspect. But first, let's go to Marie Saavedra live at the scene. And Marie, it's incredible that no one was hurt today. 
Except for Absolutely, him. Absolutely, Izzy, especially when you hear the number of rounds that the FBI says this shooter had on him. Tonight, we are still waiting to learn a motive. What this man came to the federal building today to do, and we may never learn it because he didn't make it past the front doors. I was sitting in my car, and I had... I knew that was a gunshot. People just started running out of the building. Dude, that's crazy. They had like 150 rounds right, on his own. When he got there, was captured yes, by anyone who could. I hear the shots just going nonstop. Tim Brown, from his apartment, <laughs> watched the gunman start shooting the building's south entrance. Yeah, coming through. Holy crap. A photographer from the Dallas Morning News hiding just feet away. It was 8.40 a.m. So now they're going to a box. It's a federal building. Employees in the courthouse. Holy shit, that guy was like super close. I told you, um, my man. <laughs> um, so I'm definitely going to be posting that YouTube link on our page so you guys can watch it. I Kinda told you, intense. man. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like, all he had to do was walk across. He would have killed that guy. You fucking blasted him. It's ugly. You know, and unfortunately he did lose his life but on the fortunate side it was only his life lost well that's good you know and you know you look at, at why why this happened he's got a youtube video he had um youtube a little bit deeper there should be a a news show there there should be a youtube video there that shows his video that he posted on facebook and the video that he posted on facebook i mean it's pretty disturbing you know what I mean? But or it's not pretty disturbing, but you can tell, you know, he's a taco short of the combination plate. You know? Of course he's he a is. couple he's a couple bubbles short of level. You can tell in his in his Facebook videos. But do you think the guy just wanted action and he never got it? Yeah, I think he I think what he wanted is he wanted to show people that he could do it. You think, do you think that would be, that could be a motive, man? I mean, why not? It why could not? drive a man. It could drive a man that crazy. I mean, you try so hard, so hard, so hard to be a serviceman and defend your country, all the bald eagles and Budweiser stuff, and then you know you struggle to actually complete complete it. Well, the crazy thing too is this: he he did come from a family of military veterans, True. so like he he was expecting a certain thing to like go through and be a part of. And he never did. Cause he know? couldn't and pass. He, he couldn't he get couldn't, it. He couldn't get it. He just wanted that action. That's That's gotta be what it is. Has to be exactly what it is. Has to be. Crazy. God, this is, I, I, you know, another thing that kind of bothers me with these kind of things is I didn't even know about it. Except in Monday, man. Monday. You know, and like, I didn't even see it. You know, I didn't even see any news about it. I didn't see any sort of like, you know, this is a this is a reason for concern. You know, like nothing. You think it's becoming too regular? It's becoming too common? And see, that's that's even the sadder part. It's like, why has this become so regular? <sighs> Something we not, we all need to think about. Is it's becoming so common that sometimes they're just like, well, another one. We'll put it in the paper. 
We'll post it on our Facebook page, the one-minute video. Maybe we'll do that. That's about it. But what, doesn't it even more concern you that, like, this guy was just, like, sitting there watch, pretty much watching it go down almost? The guy from above? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, for sure, man. I mean, that guy, I mean, at that point in time, he goes down there, he's shot. Yeah, I mean. 100%. But, like, I'm surprised, you know, more people weren't there right away. Luckily, luckily, this guy did, you know, was stopped as soon as possible. But He he was, man, but if if I'm right, as, as a few articles that I read, I'm not exactly sure how many rounds he got off, but he had, like, 150 rounds on him. Well, just like, but listening just by that quick thing, it, it didn't, it sounded like he probably got about 40 or 50 rounds off. It sounds like you got a good amount, you know, and what a, see, this is, this is the going backwards part in the yep. sense of we, <clears throat> in the sense of we need to take it back to prohibition times and you got to carry a piece and really push your second amendment because you got these guys out there. Yep. That's what I mean that, I mean, in this, that's what I mean. We're stepping back, stepping back to that time. Because, dude, if nowadays if you're around a big courthouse or anything, like if you're around a courthouse or especially like a big city courthouse, you just never know what's going to fucking happen, man. You never know what's going to happen, you know? In the sense of you can be addressed by the police or shit like this can happen. You just yeah. never fucking know. You just never know. And that's a shitty way to feel when you go to a courthouse or even a police station, you know. You just, you know, who's going to fuck with me today? Who's going to fuck the day up here? The actual police or some convict or somebody who's fucking looking to get back at police or something like that. It's just we got to pack our own heat nowadays is what it's like, brother. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. Carry the six-shooter son. Imagine I'm a six shooter. I will. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't. But what were you gonna say? It, it, it again. It's it's I, like you said it before. You know, we are definitely going backwards. We're not. We're not. We're not. Um, we we're have everything not, to go forward, but yeah, we do. We, we really won't because do. of the people that we are and the times that we're stuck in. And just the people that we are, as, I'm guessing, as a society is what it is. How we are as a society is just is keeping us stuck in these times. It just gets us to do these these fucking god awful things. Yeah, and then that's when it goes all back to you know mental health. You know everything I feel like we talk about always comes back to mental health. Always circles back around to mental health, like these kids. These kids were being, you know, um, raped and sent, or not sent, but like kidnapped into um, human trafficking. The reason that they were kind of like, sure, why not? Uh, Mental health. Um, The shooting, mental health. You know, Kobe naming his kid Kobe, mental health. Um, (laughs) You know, just like, there's just just so many mental health things all over the place. Me getting as, as stoned as I got before and during this fucking podcast. Mental health. Mental health. You know, and before we end this, because I don't want you to end on me yet. 
But before we end this, I want to talk about a conversation I had with somebody. I was asking them, I was asking this question. Why is it that we have so many incarcerated people in the United States? And what's your, what's your answer? What's your, what's your answer to that? Now, once again, the question to you is why do we in U.S. in the U.S. of A. have so many incarcerated individuals? Because it's a privately owned business and privately owned businesses need to make money. It's a privately owned business and what? And privately owned businesses need to make money. Because every time somebody comes through that door, that's tax money. And that's tax yeah. money that goes to that owner. Yeah. So I was, so I, so I, I mean, I, I can definitely see where it is that you're, you're coming from. I can see the argument. You know, and the reason I had asked that question because I was I was comparing comparing it comparing comparing it. God, I'm so stoned right now. <laughs> comparing it to um, to population, you know, um, because this person was just having this, you know, this bald eagles and bald eagles and Budweiser conversation about Merca, you know, Merca, Merca. It's all about Merca and that red hat. In which it's all good, you know what I'm saying? But my only question to that was, well, something's got to be wrong. We got so many, we got the most locked up motherfuckers in the world. Yeah. Well, again, it's privately owned. Everything's privately owned. You know? And it, it more turned, it, and it turned, you know, when they, when they want to look at the actual numbers, why look at those numbers all the time? You know, those numbers are easy for me to find. So they were easy for me to give. You know, and just as a reminder, I mean, basically my argument was, you know, I tell them, well, there's something's got to be wrong. I mean, we have 2.1 million people locked up out of a 300, 330 million, 330 people population in the USA. I mean, China's number two with 1.6 and there 1.6 million people in the, in the, in the prison system. Um, so they have less than us by six hundred thousand, and they're bigger than us. Their population yeah. comes in at one point four million or one point four billion. I'm sorry, billion. Bil yeah. with a B. So I mean, that was my argument, you know. And I mean, the arguments that they they, they attempted to throw was, you know, you go over there, you get stoned for a crime. And I was like, yeah, you come over here and kill somebody, you can probably get lethal injection just to, based on where you did the crime. You know, so that was my argument to, you know, getting stoned and doing a crime over there. But, you know, the argument related to, you know, how many people were incarcerated, you know. And you just, if you really think about it, you know, and I know your opinion, like you, you said a few times already, it's, it's a business. It's a privately owned business. I mean, and it sounds and and your answer to that is your answer to that is because it's a business. That's why we have so many people locked up. But those are the numbers, you know. We have we have two point one million people locked up. China has like one point six. Like one point six is what they have, you know. And and we're relatively smaller than China. I mean, we have 330 million people in the U.S., and they have 1.4 billion. So the number just doesn't add up. 
Well, it adds up that we have a lot of people in jail. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Well, here, here's 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 an interesting thing that I just read here. So on this on the site it says here's a solution for overcrowding in jails in general. Alternative provide services, drug diversion programs, or house arrests, especially for minor crimes. Then it says building more prisons, but then it says in parentheses can be expensive. Increasing the chances of parole. Then it says releasing those that have committed crimes that are that are now legal. Right, like pot selling. Pot selling. Or if you're a pot grower, and you like, you should be out, you know. And you got, but like, you should be out if you're a pot grower, you know. That's money going to waste by not letting that person shine in the field. Yeah, hundred percent. That you're killing people by not letting that person grow. So, um, that's nuts. Big yeah. number. Super nuts. Super nuts. Big number. Makes no sense. It's just out of control. I don't But get it's it. a business, though. That's, that's Phil's answer. Is that's the problem, is that it's a business. And I, I respect that 100%. Um, good talk, brother. But we'll yeah. put it to a shutdown because uh, we don't like to talk too long. Uh, what we do, but we'll talk to each other and hang up on y'all. Yeah. Um, sure. Follow my Instagram, Fat Fishing. I'm going to get high again. I love y'all. Stay high. Phil? Yeah. Follow me, fuck underscore Phil, on, on the Twitter, on the Insta. Um, Adventures with Phil and Pete on the book. Um, yeah, I love you all. Check out that video I just posted to our page. Um, this, um, episode should be out shortly. So peace.